in three, in two, and one. Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for taking this time to sit down with me today to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be with you. Thank you. We're talking real estate appraisal, and we call this one USPAP. It ain't binary. USPAP does not support the contention real estate appraisal is always a zero or one, yes or no, on or off, etc. We form market-based opinions of value, and opinions allow for differences even from a single universe of data. When we use the three standard approaches to analyze a property, we always end up with a range of values. Even using a common universe of data, two or more appraisers, all other things being equal, will end up with different ranges of value, thus different final values. One of the reasons we use three analytical approaches is that we want to avoid the perception of bias. That bias is a reasonable assumption when we base a value conclusion on only one set of analyses. That means we can draw only one set of conclusions. Only those conclusions one set of data support. Is that a way to give the public reason to trust us? If it is, so far, we have not garnered the public's trust. Maybe one of the reasons for this is our dependence on only one analytical tool, typically the sales comparison approach. And given all of this, two conclusions must be clear to the client and the intended users. The first is that because USPAP assumes appraisers end up with a value range, we must explain both clearly and persuasively how and why we ended up at that particular range. This is part of reconciliation, which is a part of Standards Rule 1-6A and B, with a little help from Standards 1-5A and B. Appraisers have no USPAP obligation to report a single dollar point to the client, but when we do, how we narrow that value range to a single dollar point is a process we must explain clearly and persuasively. Why? So the public will have a reason to trust us, trust our conclusions, trust how we reach them. There is rarely a yes or no answer to a real estate appraisal question. Rather, there is a range of answers to the questions that always come up. Because these are part of the appraisal process, we must know what questions to ask, as well as how to recognize when an answer is logical and market-based. One of the best and easiest questions to ask is simply, why? Why is the why question the best and easiest question to answer? simply because that is the question the customer asks. In other words, why is my house worth $450,000, not more and not less? We promote and maintain a high level of public trust in what we do and how we do it when we can answer the why question clearly and persuasively. For example, let's consider highest and best use. This is why the appraisal process requires us to analyze the subject's physical, legal, and economic characteristics before choosing comps and before concluding highest and best use. 
This is simply because highest and best use, while we start with a whole lot of data, we end up with one conclusion of highest and best use. So highest and best use is binary, which is an exception to most of what goes on in real estate appraisal. We must analyze the market to sufficient depth to know what the physical, legal, and economic characteristics of the ideal improvements to the subject site would be if it were vacant. Because real estate appraisal as an entirety is not binary, there is no single answer to a question such as, quote, how do I make an adjustment for an ADU, unquote. The reason it's not binary is because only the market can answer that question, and different markets will answer that question differently. Even changes in market conditions can cause the answer to that question to change. This is why appraisers must be adept at analyzing and interpreting markets. Because these markets are not binary. Because they change. And, as we know, they can change rapidly. For example, how different is your market as of April 1st, 2023 versus that same market on April 1st, 2022? See, markets change, and there's nothing we can do to stop them. We just have to read the market and interpret it for our clients. Because markets are not binary, because they can and do change, we appraisers must be able to communicate the magnitude and the provenance of those changes clearly and persuasively. But we do this not by the mere inclusion of a vapid boilerplate your supervisor gave you 20 years ago. Rather, it is by market-supported facts, logic, and reasoning. Because real estate appraisal is not binary, it has changed, is changing, and will continue to change over time. Are we appraisers open to these non-binary opportunities, or are we close to them? Change is inevitable. Part of that change is changing client demands. Are we going to meet those challenges of those changing demands, or are we going to demand the status quo? Remember what Albert Einstein said in so many words. He said, It is insane to continue to engage in the same actions as in the past, yet expect different results from those same actions in the future. Because USPAP does not accept that real estate appraisal is binary, let's take her advice that there is more than one problem, as well as more than one way to solve that problem. In other words, when we look at the problems we have as something other than nails, we come to understand we have tools other than hammers. Therefore, there must be more than one way to give the public a reason to trust us, trust what we do, trust how we do it, trust why we do it, and the results to which our efforts lead. We do that by reading the market, interpreting it, and then basing our conclusions on it. USPAP allows us to change. USPAP expects us to change. Since USPAP is not binary, why should we appraisers be? Again, this is Tim Anderson. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it very much. It's an honor to be with you. If you need help, please contact me, Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be an honor to know you. Please let me extend my best to you and your family. And let me ask you a question before we clear. Is your demeanor professional enough? 
And now we're clear.